Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 285 for the week of May 23rd, 2019. This week on the show, Keith isn't with me again. Just like last week, I went solo, but last week's show came out on Friday, but this week is going to be out on time. But I do have a friend, somebody whose voice you might be familiar with if you ever listened to the show in the past, and that is going to be... Say your name. I'm I'm Forrest, Forrest Gump. It's Forrest Matt. What's going on, Matt? (laughs) Not much, man. Hanging out. I uh, came down with a lovely cold over the weekend, so now that's why you get me listen to my my Barry White voice. So, well, it is super sexy. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was that's what I was going for. Yeah, and you know, this week, Keith, you know, it's just funny. Like we've all been sick. It's just usually I don't. It's usually sinus related, and uh, but it's, it's like a cold going around this time of year for like everybody. Uh, I've, we've actually had a couple kids in my neighborhood that have been fighting the flu. So really? yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that just won't go away this year. It seems like, yeah, I hate that. I hate, I mean, it's like, okay, it's like summer. Let's go. Let's just get rid of the sicknesses until the summer, until the winter comes around. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, part of my problem is I, my, uh, oldest son is in Cub Scouts and they had a camping trip and it's, you know, being old and sleeping on the ground and outdoors and, and all that kind of stuff it just it, it all went straight to my head and i've just been dealing with it for the past couple of days so yeah. hopefully i'm on the back side of it but you know how those things go yeah i mean that's like what happened to me last week with uh, connor having a baseball game we played in the rain in the cold weather it was like 48 degrees in the rain so that's not fun standing outside for two hours at night and it just went to me and i had a sinus infection from it Ugh, yeah, that sinus infections are the worst. Yep. And that's what Keith is suffering from. So, uh, Keith, get better. We'll see you soon, maybe. Drink a couple hot toddies. Yep. All right. So, Matt, man, what's been going on with you uh, since you were last on the show? Anything big? I know we're going to we're gonna spend the, the episode talking about Run Disney, but uh, I know you did a, a, a cruise as well. Yeah. In January, um, we went down... For our 10th anniversary, me and my wife, um, to celebrate, actually it was last June was our uh, anniversary, but we went down, it was I guess the only way I could convince her to let me do the Dopey Challenge, and uh, we went down and hung out at Magic Kingdom and all the parks for four days, and I did all the races, and then we got on the boat 
that Monday morning and went on a four-day cruise. So um, it was first cruise I'd ever been on, and we had a blast. Um, I know you're getting ready to go on one sometime soon, so yeah, it's it's amazing. I mean, you you literally do nothing from the minute you step on the boat until the minute you get off, and then you, everything's covered. Uh, it was it was amazing. Um, I just wish they didn't cost so much so we could go back again sometime soon. <laughs> now, did you feel um, did you feel like uh, it was worth it, like money wise? I know I know it's expensive. I mean, it's a hard thing to say, but I mean, they're typically Disney cruises are typically twice as much as other cruise lines. Did you feel like you get your money's worth? Though? Yeah, um, I mean, my wife was she when we went. She was a little skeptical because she's you know it's of course it's disney and you're thinking you're going to be just overrun with kids and everything kind of like you know you are sometimes with the parks and all that but um what i liked about it is it's as disney as you want it to be i mean they've got characters and stuff on the boats but if you don't want to do any of that then you just go do your own thing they've got a a, a couple different adult sections on the boat that you can go to they've got all kinds of uh, bars and nightclubs and, and stuff like that so you can go and be as adult as you want to be or you can go and be as kid oriented as you want to be and it was you know just the best thing that I could I could do um, hindsight I would probably have stayed on the boat a little bit longer at Nassau Nassau was not fun if you've never been that was not the best time but um, but other than that yeah I had no complaints at all with the the trip we had. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people that anytime they go to NASA on a cruise, they just stay on the ship. Yeah. Once, it's like once is enough. Yeah, I mean, we, um, there was a couple that we met uh, that shared our table at dinner or whatever, and they actually did a, a Jeep tour excursion, and they said that was a lot of fun. Um, but other than that, if you don't really have anything planned, yeah, just, just stay on the boat. You're not really missing much. Right. Um, did you feel like that the adult areas were uh, quiet enough? Yeah, um, they've actually got they've got one. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's kind of towards the front middle of the boat, if that makes sense to you. Right. Um, and it's kind of it's not on the top of the boat. It's kind of recessed a little bit, so you're you can be out of the sun a little bit. Um, they had a bar that was, I don't know, maybe 10 feet from the pool. But if you didn't feel like getting out of the pool, they had a guy that was walking around so you could flag him down and he would you know, go get whatever you wanted. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, it was everything's however you want it to, to be. Um, you could get out of the pool and walk 20 feet to your right, and they had an adult only hot tub. They've got tons of chairs and stuff set out so you could go there. Um, and then you can go up the stairs and they've got another uh they call it the satellite pool and it's not really a pool it's kind of it's maybe waist deep um but they've got kind of water coming down and you can sit up underneath that and um it's up towards the front of the boat so you can see where you're going uh we did that at i think it was our at sea day and you can see jamaica off on the um one side of the boat and everything so it was it was really cool just to kind of hang out up there and yeah it's it's very quiet i mean you, you hear a little bit of music again you can position yourself to where you get more music if you want or you can go further up towards the front of the boat and it's just as quiet and peaceful as you want it to be oh that's good to know 
Uh, next, next question I have for you before we take a break is stepping away from Disney Cruise Line. It's Star Wars Land. Do you have a trip pa- prepared or planned to go see Star Wars Land? I do not. Um, I would love to go see it, but I'm also a little hesitant with the the crowds. I'm sure everybody else is. I know my brother is actually surprising his son with a trip. I want to say it's either the first or second weekend in September. So he'll be right there in in the midst of all the madness and craziness. So I'll wait and get a trip report from him. Um, I kind of, when I, when I do go, I want everything to be open. I don't want to go and be like, Oh, okay. Well now I've got to come back and experience the rest of it. So, you know, it, it would be nice to be one of the first ones in there and see everything. But I also want to be able to, you know, experience everything at once and not feel like I've got to turn around and come back in a couple months or whatever it is when they open up the rest of them. Exactly. But I know uh, Disneyland's opening is only days away at this point now, so uh, we'll know a lot more when it comes to Star Wars Land come the end of the month. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, living through everybody else and seeing pictures and videos and all that kind of stuff. It'll be cool to see. I mean, it's going to be awesome, I think. It's just a matter of you know, how bad you want to fight the crowds and everything. Right. Yep. All right. So with that, I'm going to take a break here and send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. Iron Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. The suit's a gold titanium alloy, but it's kind of evocative, the imagery, anyway. Robert Downey Jr., James Earl Jones and Bette Midler are among the 11 to be named as Disney legends and will be celebrated during the D23 Expo 2019 this summer in Anaheim. The list includes Wing Chow, John John Favreau, Kenny Ortega, Barnett Rickey, Robin Roberts, Diane Sawyer, Ming-Na Wen, and Hans Zimmer. Disney will be retiring the Shop Disney Parks app on May 31st in a move that will place all Disney merchandise in one location the Shop Disney site. You'll be able to use either the Shop Disney app or head to shopdisney.com to see the larger selection of merchandise that will now include items from Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World Resort, and the Disney Cruise Line. In anticipation of the upcoming Toy Story 4 film, Disney is presenting a special preview of the film at Disney Parks. While the film will hit the U.S. theaters on June 21st, park goers will be able to see a bit more of the film starting on May 24th. In Disneyland, it'll be at the Tomorrowland Theater. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, the special preview will be at the Walt Disney Presents attraction. Mobile food ordering is expanding to more Disney World Resort hotels. Over the coming months, you'll soon be able to order ahead at Everything Pop Shopping and Dining at Disney's Pop Century, The Mara at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Contempo Cafe at the Contemporary Resort. Let's hope some more locations will be on the way shortly. The walls are up now around the Leave a Legacy monoliths in Epcot. The monoliths will be removed as the entrance to the park is altered with new pathways, green spaces, and newly reimagined fountain. This should all be done by early 2020. In addition, work continues in front of the park as the new security checkpoint area is being built. And if you've been there lately, it is kind of a mess. So be careful going, and it can be a little confusing at times. Disney World, for the first time, is offering a special park ticket for the summer. 
that will give you access to all four theme parks and two water parks with six admissions for only $74 per admission for a total price of $444 plus tax, of course. The tickets will be available from June 4th through August 23rd. Tickets must be used by August 28th. That's the day before Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens at Hollywood Studios. Now, maybe it's just me, but uh, Disney World also announced a hotel deal a little while back for the summer. So could this mean that Disney is seeing a little less summer bookings than needed? Don't know, but it could be. Finally, you may not be able to make the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland in person, but Disney is planning on live streaming the dedication ceremony on May 29th. The stream will air on Disney Parks blog at 8.20 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time, that's Disneyland Time, and that's going to be 11.20 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, that's Disney World Time. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. Thank you, Steve, for the news this week once again. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news and Disney information. So, with that being said, let's head on over to the meat of the episode here and let's talk Run Disney because Matt had talked about it at the beginning of the episode that he did the dopey. Um, did you feel dopey after finishing the dopey? Man, I was on such a high afterwards. It was... I know people that that don't run or if they don't do that kind of distance probably won't understand but it was such an amazing feeling crossing that line, knowing you, know, you, you had accomplished everything. Um, walking around the parks later and people were asking, you know, what's the medal for? You know, what's dopey and all that kind of stuff. And you just get the biggest grin across your face when you're like, you know, this is what I did and this is what I accomplished. And um, yeah, afterwards, you, you think about it, and you're like, man, that was that was probably not the smartest thing to do because you're you're still down there and you're doing Disney and you're going through the parks right. and everything and um, I should have pulled it up before I got on here I can't remember how many miles and steps and everything I logged but it was it, it was crazy man it, it was it was crazy with the amount of steps you put into and that something like that now did you spend a lot of time in the parks afterwards especially after the fall uh, yeah we um let's see the first day we went down Wednesday and, you know, I went to the expo and got all my uh, bibs and shirts and everything. Uh, we didn't do any parks that day. We went to Springs and just kind of walked around some of the shops. Uh, I think we ended up eating at, I think it was Deluxe we ate at. And, you know, just did the normal stuff. And I think we were back by nine or so. Uh, you know, to get get in bed and everything, but every every other day, we were in the parks until they closed. Um, the last day when I did the full, we got went back to the room. I took a shower. Uh, we went straight to Animal Kingdom, and you know we were there for a couple hours, and then we jumped over to Magic Kingdom and, and closed Magic Kingdom. So, um, you know, you I kind of was on the fence how I should do that because you know I want to make sure you know you're getting up at like three in the morning right. you know four straight days and um and running everything so I want to make sure I was getting plenty of sleep but at the same time I was like you know 
I don't want my wife to feel like she's having to miss out on any things. But it, it actually it worked out for me. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel tired or, or run down or anything. I don't know if it was just the excitement of you know doing it for the first time or or, or what, but it, it didn't really bother me at all. Well, I mean that's good to know because I, it's always curious, like how some people handle that. Is it like do they do the marathon and just go to the parks for three hours and go back to the room and relax? So. You know, I was just curious how much time you actually spent in the park. I mean, that's a lot. That's that's impressive that you can do that. I don't know if everybody does that or, or what, but um, you know that that's got to be tough on your feet once you come home. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people that that I know that have that do dope and do dopey regularly, they will be out of the parks by seven at the latest and in bed by you know eight o'clock or so. But they also have the ability; they go almost every run Disney event. So, I mean, they're down there, you know, occasionally. Right. So they have the time to, Oh, well, you know, I won't do this. I'll just go back to the room and sleep. And it does not a big deal, but you know, someone who goes maybe once a year, I'm going to, you know, take advantage and get as much time in the park and everything. So, um, the only time it really bothered feet wise, uh, I guess was the last day, um, you know, after I did the marathon, I, I had a few blisters on, on the side of my feet and legs were extremely, you know, stiff, but it, it still, it was, you know, it, it was worth it. I wouldn't have changed anything. I had a ball with it. Now, do you think you'd go back and do it again? I mean, we talk about pricing because the, because the price was, what was like six, $600 or $700, whatever it was. I think everything? it was, I think it was five sixty okay. for the, but on top of that, when we went on the, uh, the cruise, I did the. Um, the run on Castaway Key, uh, Castaway Key as well. So that was an, um, I think that was another sixty bucks. So you might as well say you know six hundred dollars worth, you know, just in the run, not counting room and tickets and, and everything else. So um, yeah, if if I had the money to do, I would do it again. I've I said that would would be my last marathon I've ever done, and the training part of it sucks i'm not gonna lie i mean being by yourself and, and getting up and having to go run 20 some miles on a cold december morning is not fun right um but i, I had such a blast doing it that i would i would seriously consider doing it again really yeah i, I would i mean and my wife looked at me and she's like i really think you are dopey because that's just <laughs> the dumbest thing i've ever heard you say well, it's like, like, I mean, I've said it before. It's is I enjoyed the experience of the 5K, but the 5K, I mean, it's only three miles. It's not a whole lot, but I want to do the 10K where it's you're really it's, it becomes more of a, a not not an event, but more there's a little bit more training behind at least in the 10K because you you you're gonna have to run a little bit more. The field opens up a little bit more, whereas like the 5K. People tend to be more on top of each other, and I know even even uh, you've told me before the 10K, it's sort of the same thing with the 5K, but it does open up a little bit more than the 5K. But once you get into the half, is when it really opens up. Because I want I want to have that little experience where like you can run and not have to stop to get through a crowd of people. Well, and honestly, even with the full, you still run into sections where you can't run. Like you know, going from. Um, Going into Epcot, you go through, you know, boardwalk area and all that, and it, it's just it, it's such a shoehorn. You got so many people trying to funnel through there from studios over to Epcot that 
you have to walk. I mean, there's occasionally you'll get a, a pocket where you can kind of get around some and, and run a little bit. Right. Um, but I mean, even with the longer distances, you still run into situations where you kind of have to walk a little bit. Um, with the, the half marathon going into the Magic Kingdom, um, you actually run in uh, by the contemporary and go underneath the uh, uh, the water bridge and they've only got half of that road blocked off where you can run so they can you know oh, wow. have so they can have like police cars or whatever get by if they need to and it can get a little bogged down in that in that area so oh, wow. um so yeah I mean, I mean you still have sections because there's just so many people doing these races um but yeah it, it's not as as bad as the um as the 5k it, you do have sections where it opens up and you can kind of get out and and run and get away from some of the, uh, right. the the groups and everything. So I with the six hundred dollars that you you've roughly spent, I know that includes you get a, a t-shirt with that, you get the medals, um, you get to have Oreo cookies with cheese. Well, that was not this time, but uh, right. Uh, you get the snack packs that are with it. Is there anything else that you get when you start doing the dopey? You know, you do the you know that whole package. Well, you end up you get a regular t-shirt for the 5k then you get your your tech shirt the i don't know how to explain it, the the stay dry shirt i guess you want to call it yeah. the runner shirt or whatever you get that for the 10k the half and the full then you get one for the goofy challenge which is if you did the full and the half and then you get one for the dopey which is doing everything so you get six shirts in total six medals in total um they actually have just started, um, not this past year, but the year before, they were giving away ears because it was the one of the anniversaries. I know it was like the fifth year for Dopey, and I think the 20th or 25th for uh, the actual full marathon. Uh, but this year, they, they did the same thing. They gave away um, ears to everybody who completed the, the full marathon. Um you get your snack boxes and I mean that's that's really that's pretty much it that that money goes to that you that you can get now they've got other things that you can pay extra money for to you know like in the mornings they'll have a, a certain area you can go to where you're out of the, the elements and you got your own you know porta johns and you don't have to stand in line and all that kind of stuff but I'm not you know I'm not gonna spend another 100 200 bucks or whatever it is just to do that so right. So overall, I mean, with, I mean, there's a whole lot of training going through that, and, and overall, did you feel that um, you've done local running events as well? Do you feel that like uh, doing the Disney run events? It's is it the same as other run events, or do you feel like it, it is special because it's you know you, you you're running through the parks, you go into the the backstage areas. Um, do you feel that like it's it's it is more magical because you're in Disney as opposed to running other events? Yeah, I mean, just for instance, I mean the the ones that I've done, you know, around here. I mean, it's it's downtown Raleigh that I'm running around, or um, or just to kind of compare a little more apples to apples. I did one uh, in, at Carowinds, which is a local park. Um, they did a half marathon and went through there, and even that compared to the Disney races is just, it's leaps and, and bounds beyond better than, than what it was. I mean, you know, you, you've got these long stretches where you're running down, you know, 
the highway and everything, and there's nothing around. There's billboards, and a, co- a car or a bus will pass, or whatever. So, I mean, you are not see anything, and then you start seeing signs for the parks and everything, and you get this big grin, and you go through running through the parks, which was, you know, awesome to do that. Um, the full and the half marathon, you run right through the middle of Cinderella's Castle. Um, they all ended in Epcot, which was really cool, but just getting to go through the parks, uh, the different characters you see throughout. I, I stopped a couple times. Uh, they had Chip and Dale in their Rescue Ranger outfit. Um, they had uh, Darkwing Duck and Launchpad and I think somebody else. Uh, but, you know, they just got all kinds of, of random characters, some that you see all the time, and, and, and it's up to you. I mean, you know, if you run by and it's, oh, it's just Mickey. I see Mickey all the time. Well, you can keep right on going. Some of them, you know, they're going to have a long line, but they, they move it fairly quick. So, um, but no, they've got all their little added touches. Uh, they've got people, you know, obviously the, the parks aren't open, so you don't have uh, people in there cheering you on, but the cast members are in there. And, you know, they're, you know, doing a good job keeping your, your spirits up and cheering you on. And, um, you know, it's just a, a really awesome feeling when you come around a corner and, and you realize you're in a park or something like that. But it's it's so much better to me to do that. And and when I was doing the races with Dopey, it's it's a different mind frame because you know you're not you're not going out here just trying to get to the finish line as quick as you can. You're really you know taking everything in and trying to experience everything because like i said it's expensive i don't know if i'll ever get to do it again so um i was just trying to make the most of of what i did yeah i mean i think that's probably for somebody like you who's not i mean there's a lot of people out there that will that are avid runners and and they're going to do any kind of marathon any kind of running event in the states where they can go to sometimes you know the internationally there's like quite a few people that like to do that and some of those people, they're all about the time and not necessarily about what's the, around them. So you're taking a, a different approach and a good approach as well, where you're you're trying to enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the running event, and getting to you know, it's basically taking the time to smell the roses wherever you are running in there because you specifically went down to Disney to run Disney to the run Disney events, so you wanted to have that extra magical feel. So I get that. I understand what you're saying. And, and to me, the the hardest part I had with everything was, and, and I know it's different every year, but the temperature change, it went from uh, that Thursday morning when we did the 5K, it was, I think, in the mid-30s when we started. And when you finished out, they're handing everybody those Mylar space blankets so you can keep warm. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And it went all the way to... When you finish the marathon, it was I think in the mid 80s, and they're handing everybody cooling towels when you get done to you know make sure you're not overheating. So it just went a complete you know gamut from one in the spectrum to the other. And I know they've had some where it's pouring down rain on them, and I guess that's the one thing about doing it in January in in Florida, you never really know what you're going to get, and that it that was difficult because I didn't really go down prepared. I was like you know I it can't be any worse than, than what it is here in North Carolina. And it actually was the, that first morning. It was a little brutal, especially after you get done. Uh, they have, 
you know, characters at the finish line. I think Oswald was one of them, and that was the only day he was going to be there. So I knew I wanted to, you know, get a picture with him. And I stood in line for, I think it was like an hour and a half after the race, and standing there, you know, hot and sweaty. And then the wind starts blowing, and it's, you know, 30 degrees outside. It, it's not fun doing that. So right. <laughs> it was just, it was different. You know, it was a little more of a, a different type of a challenge than what I was kind of prepared for. So talking to somebody who's, who might be on the fence about running some kind of run Disney event, whether it's a 5k, you know, it's a 10 half or full, what specifically do you think is something that would persuade them to try a run Disney event for the first, especially somebody, maybe somebody who isn't necessarily a runner who has always wanted to do it and who just wants, you know, maybe take that leap and do that. What would you specifically tell them that it's worth, you know, it's worth spending your hundred dollars to do whatever event it is? Well, the thing that, that I like about the way they have everything set up is they are very accommodating from the elite runners who are going to go out there that are, are trying to win every single race all the way down to the person who this is my first time. I'm not sure if I'm going to finish before the time cut off. I mean, it's a, it's a relaxed pace. They have what they call the balloon ladies that start in the very last uh, corral. They're there. The last people to cross the finish or the start line and they keep the, the pace. And as long as you stay in front of them, you know, you're good. So there's people that walk the races. There's people, like I said, that are the elite runners that once they start, you never see them again until you see their picture where they cross the finish line. Um, just the way that they're accommodating for everybody. And there's something for everybody, you know, throughout the, the races. I mean, the character stops. Um, when I did the full, I stopped and got on Everest when we went through Animal Kingdom. I know a couple people were planning when we got into Epcot to uh, try and jump on Frozen or Test Track or, or one of those. If again, if the line wasn't too long. Um, so I mean, it's got. It just depends on what you're looking for and what you're trying to do. But they, they just offer so much for for everybody, every walk of life. That it's you know, if you're just trying to to get started running they have an awesome plan um their, their training plans with jeff galloway are some of the best it's the whole walk run method and that's actually what i did all four races you know you you run for however long 30 30 seconds you know a minute or whatever and then you walk a little bit and um it's just it's all set up and designed they want you to get across the line they want you to finish they don't want to have to you know, pull you off the course because you don't finish. So it's it's really well designed and well thought out. Yes, it's pricier than some of the others, um, but when you think about all the the other stuff that you get thrown in with it, it, it kind of somewhat justifies itself. Yeah, I, I mean, what I would have to say is that I've done one event. I've done the five k, and personally, I would say if you're ever on the fence, I would just go ahead and do a, a run Disney five k or ten k, whatever it is versus running a local one it, as a as a first time i think because going to disney it's going to it's going to give you it's going to give you that hype and that motivation to want to do it as opposed to doing it in a local race it's just a local race and 
you, you might be running in an area that you're familiar, but when you're running one of the, the events in Run Disney, you're going to be running someplace that you've probably never even stepped foot on because I mean, you're driving over all these areas all the time. Chances are you've never walked and, and, and taken steps on a lot of the paths that you're going to. So it's a unique experience in that regard. So go ahead and, and step out of your comfort zone and, and just give it a try. I mean, for the 5K, you can pretty much walk. So even if you have, uh, you know, maybe some health issues, you can't walk that well, give it a shot. What's what's the worst that can happen? At least you're there being part of it. As an exciting experience when they're first starting off and, and, the, and the, uh, the fireworks going off, the guns going off, and you're in your corral waiting to go. It's such an electric experience. That's part of the fun of the Run Disney event that you just can't get anywhere else. And and I also thought too the the camaraderie that you build with the other people that are running. You know, like you said, I've I've done a lot of races around here, and there's been times I get there and you know it's very very serious. Nobody's talking to anybody. You know, you get your few groups that are running together or whatever that you know conversating or whatever. But you get out here at these Disney races, and you know, people were you get some people that are in better costumes than than what you'll see in the parks, right. and you know they're just out there to have a good time, and everybody's talking and laughing, and you know they they're trying to make the best of it. They're they're up at three o'clock in the morning just like you are, and and they're cold like you are, so they're trying to do whatever to make the best of it, and. You know, and get everybody else to have a good time too. So, um, but yeah, like I said, if, if you're on the fence, just go ahead and go ahead and try one. Like you said, 5K, 10K, it, it's you know, it, it's really, it's just an experience you're not going to find anywhere else. Any closing thoughts about Run Disney? Um, does somebody want to adopt me so I can afford to go back again, please? <laughs> Um, and the other thing that we probably didn't talk about is they have different events throughout the year. They have in January you have the uh, princess, right? No, that's the, January is the full, right? January is marathon weekend. Marathon weekend. Um, they follow up with princess. princess. I want to say that's in February, right? I think princess is February, and then then they have Star Wars in April. yeah in April. April, and then it skips into November wine, where they do. Wine and Dine, yeah, yeah, and, and as as of right now, the runs out in California have been postponed. Um, they haven't really said much since they put them on hold, but uh, everybody's kind of waiting on pins and needles to see if they come back. Yeah, I want to do the Princess, and I just want to run in a tutu. Uh, you probably will not be the only one that would do that. Yeah, but I just want to wear a tutu. That's it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You probably will. Oh, will oh, okay. That there was there were some people out there actually running um, uh, marathon weekend that what was there was some guy I cannot remember now he was wearing some kind of princess outfit I think there was some guy he each day he was a different princess oh god um, so yeah I mean you see some some weird stuff there was some guy who was in a like a pizza outfit or something oh god. Yeah, I mean, it's just all kinds of random weird stuff you see at, at, at some of those stuff. And some of the costumes are really good and they're really funny. And some of them you're just like, my hat's off to you, dude, because there's no right. way I would ever do that. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's fun. It adds to your excitement, the people around you. You know, sometimes people are doing that because they want to be in photos and they just want to have some fun. So. Yeah, it, it, that's a lot of it. You'll get a group with 
that'll come up with some kind of a, a theme and everybody will dress differently. Um, I saw a group that was, I think each one was a different Mario Kart character oh, and they great. were, they were like racing around and, and they're like, they were driving the cars and everything. And, uh, there was a group of people who took, I think it was, um, spaceship earth and each one was like a different character out of spaceship earth. So, you, I mean, you'll get people that do stuff like that, right. which is really cool to see. Cool. Matt, I want to thank you for joining me this week on Enchanted Tiki Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me back. Appreciate it. Yeah, I hope you come back on the show again. Yeah, hopefully my voice will be better then. Yeah, so it's less sexy. Yeah, well, yeah, it is me, so. Does uh, your wife think your tractor's sexy? Um, She does, but I just have to go borrow it from somebody because I don't have a tractor. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rentals at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check our store at redbubble.com slash Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at the channel Tiki Talk, Instagram at Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-845. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at 1MinuteDisneyDream. That's 1MIN DisneyDream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. You can find Keith at Dole Whip Daily on social media or A Chef's Life for Me, his new food blog. You can check out uh, Steve at Disney Diary for all your Disney news. Please do that. Uh, Matt does not have social media. He quit, so I can't plug him there. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.